Welcome back, everyone. My name is Shaden Bertinoli. This is the Motive Podcast, which I would assume you know, seeing that you clicked on it. But it's just what we're supposed to say, I guess, right? Oh, man, this is going to be good. So I'm starting this one completely in the abyss. I shouldn't say completely. I have an idea of what I want to talk about, but I don't know where it's going to go, quite honestly, because I haven't made a ton of thoughts about it, and it's something going on in my life right now. So we'll see where it goes, which is soft, oftentimes some of the funnest ones that I get to record. So uh, starting uh, like middle December, I uh, I realized that my physical health was not in a good place. And having been an athlete my whole life and you know played sports my whole life, I got into therapy when I was, shoot, I don't know, 24, 25, can't remember when I got into school. And for the next 10 years, I basically just focused on therapy and through grad school and then career development and adopting our beautiful kids. And oh, so much, it was just easy to, you know, having gone through a life, my lifetime of always playing something, always doing sports to just kind of like not doing it and sitting on a couch a lot of, a lot of hours every day. And so, yeah, middle of December, I thought, you know what? I'm at the heaviest I've ever been. I'm just in a place that I don't like. And, and quite honestly, my dad, uh, my dad's death, dying from Lou Gehrig's disease uh, when he was 43, I'm 37, it lingers. I don't think I'm going to die young, but it definitely lingers inside of me that uh, if I, some, for some reason, was ever to be diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease, I want to have muscle strength and I want to be healthy for those around me that are caring for me. So anyway, long story short, is I, I got into this program and it's been really fun to do where uh, I've been training a lot and eating extremely healthy and I'm sure many of you know what macros are, so just following like a, a strong macro diet and uh, I've lost like 17 pounds, 18 pounds and and want to lose more, but I'm feeling really healthy. Well, along the way, I've realized one of the, I would say one of the biggest, uh, I would say d- defects that it's revealed inside of me is how like ever present excuses are in my life. Even this morning, I it's right now it's recording this it's Friday morning or it's Friday afternoon and and I had my first session was at 9 a.m. this morning. I I got to bed at a decent hour, but I had so much time to be able to wake up even at like 7 to to get up and go do a really solid workout and get to the office by 9. And I totally failed. I, I totally fail to failed and fell to my excuses of I'm tired. I, I worked really hard yesterday because I did I had a big day. I started at I started yesterday like at eight and finished at nine forty five with Motive Men, and uh, went all day. And so I was yeah I was tired, but it was it just because it's the truth doesn't mean you obey it, right? And so I just, I've learned that in the power of thinking, in the power of the mind, you know, our mind is so much of what creates our perception, but we have these excuses that are just in there and they're, they're ages long. And for me, what I'm realizing is my, my excuses are so I mean, I don't hear them. So sometimes when I think, and I don't know how you are, but sometimes when I think, I it's it's auditory, like in my head, like I can hear myself think. And 
I swear with excuses, I barely hear them. They are so quick. They're so fast and they just come and then I obey them. So, you know, as I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, okay, so why do we do it? Right? Why, why do we, why do we have, why do we create so many excuses? And the first thing that comes to my mind is because we, we naturally all gravitate to the path of least resistance. And so when, like, for example, if we, if, if we were all on a quest or on a journey to hike Mount Everest, it's actually very wise of us to find the path of least resistance. Why? Because it's hard, right? And life is a, life is bigger than Everest. You ever thought of that? Like it's way bigger than Everest. And so if, if, if life is bigger, quite naturally, we're going to try to find the path of least resistance. But I, and, and I think there's, there's wisdom in that. Not that we should just always take the comfortable route, but that's what I think ends up happening is in our, is in, in our attempt to be efficient, which is great. We become perfectionistic and we, we want the trail to be nearly without flaw, nearly without a crevice, let alone a cliff. Like we, we don't want, we just, we want it to be fail proof. And it's very much ego focused that in our desire to, to not fail, we will take up an opportunity, maybe an opportunity or something like working out comes up and we just, we just want it to be as convenient as possible. And so when it isn't, or when even it is, it's very easy to make excuses that make it appear inconvenient and therefore able to deny. And, and wow, we have, I just, I just think it's a method. Like I, it's something that is a habit of mind, right? That, that all of us have. And in some way or another. And so I thought I'd just jump on here and, and, and really try to think, get you to start thinking about that for yourself of in your life, just take a moment and think about some of the things you really struggle with. Some of the habits you have, some of the things you do or that you don't do that you would really like to get done. And you'd like to make some progress with, even if it's just a little. And for, uh, for a moment, I want you to try to slow it down in your head and, and put yourself put yourself in the last time you were in that situation. And now try to step outside yourself and kind of see yourself think if you can of what are what are some of the excuses that you make that need to get that need to get drawn out, that need to be written down and seen. Like what do you say to you? What are some of your favorite excuses? You know, mine are just too, I'm too tired. I, I don't, I, I, I have one that's, that's the, one of the biggest ones of even like, I, I've had a big gap between uh podcast for a while there. And it was, a lot of it was, I just don't need to, nobody, nobody really listens to them, even though it's not true. Like statistically, I have the numbers, like a lot of people listen and it's really cool. But in my head, it's just like, yeah, like big deal. And it's just all avoidance, right? And so I think step one is I think that all of you listening should take the time. I think it's, but what will happen is even like right now in this moment, you might be scared. You might be a little bit nervous. And the reason is, is because we are, we are afraid. And what we're afraid of is our light. 
Like we are, we're afraid that we don't have what it takes. And those are some of the biggest excuses. The fact is you do have what it takes. You have skills, you have knowledge, you have power. And if you don't have some of those things, you have resources to find them. And listen, if any of you that are listening are a good friend of mine, like, please, like, they would be saying, like, Shaden is, this is, like, for him. Like, I'm speaking to myself. Uh, that's, the audience right now is myself, to be honest. So if, if anybody else takes something from this, then I guess it's a it's a win-win. Because it's it's real. We It's so easy to think, who am I? And... And that's where I love that 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 poem from Marianne Williamson of well, who are you not to who who aren't you to to be amazing? Why not? Do you forget who created you? Do you forget the potential, the divine, the divine nature, the divine being that created you, and and that what that means about you? We do. And so it's interesting because we have this gravity that that wants to pull us towards light, right? Just like a plant, like we are drawn towards light, which will naturally grow us. And we resist that we resist it because of our our fear of failure or many fear of rejection, fear of not being good enough. It's all fear that stops us. And so how do we how how is our brain adapted to that? Well, it's it's created excuses. And these excuses become beliefs. Okay, and, and what there's a language I love to use, which is those beliefs then become testimony. And you might have a testimony of Christ, you might have a testimony of God, but you also have a testimony of you. And I'm here to tell you that most of you listening have a really bad testimony of you. And I'm not saying that as a slight at you, right? I'm not trying to put you down. But most of us don't think about what what would be like, what is the testimony of me, which, you know, throwing in a little side note, that's why therapy works. That's why good therapy works to, to, to break that down that you can have these amazing other beliefs, these spiritual beliefs, moral beliefs. But if your testimony of you is, is grounded in, I suck. I'm no good. I'm not good enough. I'm second best. I'm easily replaceable. I'm broken, I'm defective, I'm a fraud, I'm special, like I'm, I'm better than people. What's it gonna, what's gonna happen? Right? You, you're not gonna be able to fight that, that, why would you, why would you even think to grow? So, so you're gonna make so it's like if that's if that's what you believe about you and that's the seed that you're planting, why would you want to plant that? <laughs> right? Why would you want to nourish that and grow such garbage to be even bigger? So it can expand its roots and then and then sprout and have leaves that can be seen and flowers that can be seen, but but really it all just it's a, it's a plant that just stinks and now everybody can see what what actually what type of seed you really were. Heck no. Of course you're not going to plant yourself. Heck no. And I I just, I know it's just a different way. So many of you listening, that's what's going on. That's one of the parts of you. 
that changing, you know, I love, uh, I think C.S. Lewis said something to the effect that the world would want to take the man out of the slums, but Christ would like to take the slums out of the man. And I think, I think, you know, we're, we're often preparing the roads for, I love that quote, I, I wish I knew who said it, but we're, as parents, sometimes we falsely try to prepare the road for our kids rather than preparing preparing our kids for the road. And in the same breath, we need to realize like we we can take on roads. Like we can take on this wilderness. We're equipped. And and at a minimum we're equipped to learn how to be equipped. Everyone can. I saw this video. Many of you have maybe seen it. There's a guy that was born with, um, without hands or legs, and he does motivational speeches and and uh, really cool cool uh, voice in the world. But um, I guess one of the the hardest days of his parents' life was there was a day that mom was at work or something, and dad was gone, and and he was in his room, and I don't know how old he was, but old enough, and that he what he had to get himself to school and um he does wear he he wore these types of socks and and so that he could put a, a certain type of shoe on and his his dad actually in this video said that the hardest day for him was when he said you got to do it yourself you have to put those you have to put your socks on yourself and he failed and he failed and he failed and this kid was like he he gives a story that how hard it was but then he figured it out and he can live independently now because his parents made him hurt. They they let him have the pain because they believed in him. And so so much so many times in our lives when we're giving others advice, we're we're actually telling them in ways we don't believe that in, in them. And some of the best advice that we could ever give is you'll figure it out. Do you see the understatement in that statement? If you if you if you told a good friend, yeah, man, it's really it sounds really hard. You know what? You're going to figure that out. How many of you have said that lately? Or instead, how many how many of you have just given tons of unsolicited advice, tried to fix everybody's problems, be the the savior and martyr all at the same time and just if you don't know how to fix it then it, you know, like you don't know what else to do. It's common and it, it's all from a good place. I'm not judging anyone. Like I do the same thing. But what about you'll figure it out? You'll figure it out. Don't get me wrong. We don't do this. We don't say it all the time. But I think there's so many other other. There's so many instances where we can say you'll figure it out. And immediately that person that you care about is going to probably have some resistance, some excuses come up. No, I can't. And how how awesome, how loving is it for us to say, no, you will. You can. And we become that boundary, if you will juxtaposed or against their excuse. So the real the real question is do you even want to get rid of your excuses? Do you see how they're benefiting you? Right? You're I I, I see mine now. Like this is teaching me a lot. My benefits ben, or my excuses benefit me a lot. They they keep me from the pain of growth. And 
maybe being seen, being vo- like to, to to branch out, pun intended, into the into the un into the unknown, because that unknown is unknown for a reason, and it's terrifying. So, is it easy just to stay in the the chaos that we that we know, rather than to jump out into the chaos that we don't know? Of course it is. But what if that's who? What if that's our, where our purpose is found? What if that's where meaning in life is created? Is, is taking responsibility for the talents and the gifts that we have, and expressing them, and seeing where they can take us, seeing how they bless the lives of other people, and dropping the excuses because they're all excuses are all just lies. Your soul wouldn't have this natural inclination to move up and up and forward if. If, if it wasn't capable of doing so. On a spiritual level, I just don't believe that. I, 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 I believe that our soul, that, that natural inclination for us to feel that moving forward feeling is, is all divine. Therefore, excuses are natural, are natural man and very much satanic in nature because it stops progress. They're damning. So I want you to I want you to just delve in with yourself a little bit and and ask, you know what are you afraid of you know what are you protecting what's the yeah what's that who's that person that you've seen glimpses of that deserves to to bud to come out and if and if your testimony of yourself is if it's if this session I call it a session, right? If this episode is is revealing to you that you think your testimony of you is probably pretty flawed. Again, I I know I sound like a salesman, but I'm not trying to be. Come to therapy or the course that I built, the the fourth module is literally I love that word. That's like the word everybody's using these days. But it is literal. It is literally about it's called defective beliefs. Okay, there's four modules, and the ver- the fourth one is a is a 36. Uh, it's an assign. It's an assessment that I wrote that that I built to help you assess from 36 different categories, if you will, of types of beliefs that you could have about yourself. It's a, it's testimony on paper, and then I have another paper in there that will help you that are called sufficient beliefs that you can help replace your defective beliefs with with sufficient beliefs, and it's amazing. But I'm, but I'm telling you, it doesn't take a year's worth of therapy to unravel and, un, and, and unveil and then f- break through this testimony. It doesn't. If you'll do the work and face your fear, face your shame, you can break through. And, and here's, the, here's the, beauty, the beauty in this, is so much of the testimony you have of yourself was often given to you. And I'm not trying to create escape for you, but or excuses, but so much of of who we think we are was given to us and we just adopted it almost unknowingly when we were kids. And it just kind of stays there. It's called trauma. And that doesn't mean sexual abuse always. It doesn't mean so many people think trauma is this severe, severe, severe incidence. But it doesn't. It isn't the case. Trauma is a, is a, is a very big spectrum, and at the very end of it is the severe, severe stuff. But at the beginning of it is 
times when you are vulnerably in, in dire need of love and attention and it wasn't given or protection and it wasn't given. And that can happen. Think about 18 years of development of life. Like that can happen many times as a kid. And those leave messages inside of you. So the purpose of, of the work isn't necessarily just to, to tell me the story and to tell someone what happened to you. The, the purpose of the work is to reveal the secret side that what is what happened inside of you that nobody witnessed because of what happened to you. So it's not what happened to you. It's what happened inside of you that nobody witnessed that matters and how you metabolize that, how you digested those events into, into your testimony of you is of the, is, is literally how you, now I got myself saying literally, but it is, it is literally how you function today. So if you, if you had an experience as a kid or many of the experiences as a kid that, that the very simple one is that, that told you you're not enough even those experiences are in your past, guess what's in your present? Your testimony, your belief system. And the belief system about you is you're not enough. So you can be doing fine. And then something happens and it's triggered. Your The belief you have that you're not enough is opened up and someone, you know, maybe someone doesn't connect with you very well or they, they reject you in a very little subtle way, but you feel it. And here it goes. That spiral, it starts to spiral so do we just try to change all the behaviors most a lot of people try to say well how do i stop spiraling how do i how do i how do i do this and how do i do that they ask how a lot and that's okay but the better the better question is what belief inside of me needs to change so that the house will take care of themselves because they will in other words what motive What's the motive inside of me that is influencing most of what I do? And the motive inside of you is often stuff that you were given and that you didn't even necessarily choose. And that's why forgiveness of all people is so, so needed is because there are generations of trauma that have just been handed down and handed down like grandpa's old car keys to the next generation, to the next generation. And they were all just doing their best as well. And it's nothing to blame them for. But it is neat to be able to say, I would like to pass something new to my kids. I would like to pass something new to the next generation that is just better, that's safer, that's that's more kind and, and more just healthier. Because that's what, that's what life's about. Y'all are awesome, and please don't forget that. I know life is, uh, yeah, life is hard right now, and there's, we are in spiritual warfare right now. It, it's not political. That's just the that's the disguise. This isn't um, what we're all going through right now, everyone. And you can crucify me for this. I don't care. Um, it, it is spiritual warfare. This isn't. It is there. It is right now. Our society is is more contentious than it's ever been. And, and it isn't just, it isn't politics. It's, it's good versus evil. It's truth versus sin. It's truth versus wrong. And, um, 
and it's creating a lot of stuff and a lot of a lot of funk, a lot of anxiety, a lot of worry, and and uh, and so please solve your solve darkness with light. Um, solving darkness with more darkness only makes more, but solving it with light, light will always win. It might not win instantaneously, but it will win. And light is who you are. Excuses are the dark. And it's my hope and prayer to all of you that you will seek to eradicate darkness in your life, but also in the lives of others by being a light to yourself and to others. So love you, and we will talk again soon. Have a great day, everybody.